Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Morning. Hope you had a lovely long weekend. It was nice. Yeah, it was a weekend that you don't really want to go anywhere because it's just too freaking cold. Yeah, it was pretty Staying chilly out there. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cold. Pretty cold. We did make a big ch- pot of chili, though, yesterday. That was a good weekend for chilling. So we'll be eating that for the remainder of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need? Four pounds of meat. Yes, correct. Go. That's what I told Scott. He was like, this was really good. I'm like, I'm so glad you like it because you're going to be having it for the next four days until it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot to get you caught up on over the three-day weekend. We'll tell you what's been happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, we had the Emmys last night, and Anthony Anderson hired his mom for a very important job. <laughs> and we will share that with you coming up. Also, Madonna in some hot water this morning for screwing up at one of her concerts. And Shannon Doherty has a long list of people she does not want at her funeral. First E! News of the day is coming up straight ahead. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art let's begin this hour's e-news with shannon doherty this morning yeah shannon doherty has been fighting cancer for a really 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 long time and she is talking about her funeral uh, she says she has a list of people she does not want at her funeral, and it's way too long. What? A list of people she does not want at <laughs> she her funeral? She does not want at her funeral. That's what she's focusing on right that, now. That is where her energy seems to be going, at least for one moment in time. She says, there's a lot of people that I think would show up that I don't want there. They're like reasons, who? Their reasons for showing up aren't necessarily the best reasons. Like, they don't really like me, but they will, because it's the politically correct thing to do, and they don't want to look bad. She says, no, well, that's true. I get her point about that. She said, I want my funeral to be like a love fest. And I want people to be crying or people to privately be like, thank God that bitch is dead now. <laughs> she also says that she wants her ashes mixed with her dog and her dad. Oh, that's oh. nice. That is sweet. 
Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? Tori Spelling. Does she have a bunch of people like that? Who were the co-stars? Oh, I thought you were going to read the list. No, I don't have a list. She didn't (laughs) say. Well, it's going to be like Jenny Garth, Tori Spelling, Brandon Priestley. Well, she always has that beef with people from Charmed. Was that Alyssa Milano? Uh And I can't remember the other girl's name. They always have a bunch of beef, no matter when that kind of situation comes up. She didn't get along with Jason Priestley or Luke Perry or any of those guys. I thought Luke Perry passed already. Right. So, but they, I don't, were, they weren't on the outs, were they, or were they? I don't. I don't know. She was kind of a. I always had the feeling that she got a really bad reputation from that show for being very hard to work with. I think I remember that. Yeah. But she wasn't alienated from everybody. Like I thought, she did have some allies on that show. I just can't remember who. Yeah. Is Jenny Garth and her on the outs. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, it's so long ago, but. But you now at the funeral, we're all going to be looking. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know how some people, they keep track and they never forget. True. A Travis Scott concert last week in Canada evidently damaged a Stanley Cup. And uh, no, not one of those stupid cups that people are killing each other over at Target. <laughs> the real one? The real one. Yeah. Travis performed at the same venue where the NHL's Montreal Canadiens play. And I guess the base was so strong that it caused three Stanley Cups from the trophy case to fall. Oh, wow. Luckily, only one was damaged. But according to the venue security, this is the first time anything like that has ever happened. <laughs> so, That's crazy. Now, I mean, now, what are they going to do now? Install some kind of venue ordinance? I don't know. Base decibel. Is there a way to secure trophies better in the cases? That might be. Yeah, maybe easier, or at least if they were to fall somewhere where they could land softly. Maybe that's the solution. Yeah. Hmm. Pat them a little bit. Well, if you watch the Lions Rams playoff game on Sunday, so did I. I like did a double. I you know I had it on in the background. I was kind of doing some stuff, and all of a sudden I hear this voice, and I'm like, Is that Eminem? Like, yeah, that is Eminem. I paused it because we have a DVR still. I paused. I was like, Dave, you have to come watch this. This is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. They, um, he did this whole big thing in the intro, and then the camera, of course, cut to him several times during the game. Nobody complained. Well, Swifties are upset about that Why? because they've been enduring all the hate Taylor Swift gets every time she's shown at <laughs> a Chiefs game. <laughs> The one fan complained, I see the NFL is using Eminem to promote their product the same way they are using Taylor Swift, but I don't see the same complaints. It's almost like the hate towards Taylor is rooted in misogyny. It, yeah, another it's fine. Eminem is from there. He's from He's Detroit. a hometown boy. <laughs> it's a one and done. He's not at every He's not every game. Is yeah. he at every game? He is at he is actually almost at yeah. every game. They do, do show, they show him. him a lot. Yeah, yeah I mean not do. like all the time like they do Taylor, but they do show him. Plus, like, it's been 32 years since Detroit has had their moment. Like, let them do whatever they want. Right. Yep. Another said, why is it okay for Eminem to rock out and cheer at NFL games, but if Taylor Swift does it, it's distracting? Oh, lock it up, people. (laughs) (laughs) Just come on. I will tell you, though, I did think it was really cute when the Chiefs played on, what was that, Saturday when it was like minus 23 or something like that, like it became the official so coldest cold. NFL game. I did think it was really cute that she was sitting next to his mom, high-fiving all the fans and dancing and singing. 
was like, she re- she really is enjoying herself. She seems to be having a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And then they left, and she was all googly-eyed at him, like, when they were walking out together. It was cute. All right, Anthony Anderson hosted the Emmys last night and had a new way of getting long-winded winners to wrap it up, and we're going to share this it This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Actress in a comedy series. Quinta Brunson. <laughs> Lead actor in a comedy series. Here we go. Jeremy Allen White. Outstanding comedy series. Lead actress in a drama series. Sarah Snook. Succession. Lead actor in a drama series. Kieran Culkin. Succession. For outstanding drama series. Succession. Wow. So there you go. Succession, The Bear, and Beef. Uh, The big winners at the Emmys last night. 75th Emmys with host Anthony Anderson, who recruited... His mama, Doris, to cut people off when their acceptance speeches went too long. Ah, and how did mama do that? Well, she yelled. I saw this. Doris was sitting in the audience near the front, and when people went too long, she she would just stand up and tell <laughs> winners to wrap it up. She even had a handwritten sign that said, Wrap it up. Oh, that's funny. And she would stand up in the audience when the speech would run too long. But she did it very like, uh, I don't know if you ever watched Showtime of the Apollo, but it it was kind of sort of in that style. Normally on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. This year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. (laughs) Tonight, my mama. She is going to be the Emmy's playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming, just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. And I don't want nobody to get disrespectful with my mama because my mama is from the west side of Chicago and she can throw them hands. Shut up. That's enough. Mama. All right, you're supposed to be yelling at the other people, not at me, not in the middle of the monologue. The time's up, baby. Cut to the chase. All right. See what I mean? Back to the chase. Oh, that's funny. See, I was yeah. curious, too, like, because, you know, Jennifer Coolidge, she went really long. She was the first to face her around. Yeah. And she, yeah, but I'm like, were they telling the mom when to stand up? Or did I she just were. feel the vibe and go, eh? Oh, I, they were probably telling her. 
I kind of feel like I would want to go long just to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah, because no like, what if she didn't like a certain celebrity and she just stood up like a few seconds? Like they barely <laughs> got any words. <laughs> like somebody who has a reputation for not being very nice, or you know, yeah, a winner. Like if Kanye was up there, right? <laughs> uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey presented an award last night at the Emmys, and they did it weekend update style. <laughs> Tina Fey, and we've reached the stage in life where we'll only present awards sitting down. <laughs> Here are tonight's nominees for Outstanding Live Variety Special. Elton John Live, farewell from Dodger Stadium. Now, I can't speak for Elton, but he got to be excited about that. <laughs> Celebrating the best in musicals that were based on movies, which will probably be movies again. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, uh, with the mom sitting up front, John Oliver, I guess his show last week tonight won the Emmy for Outstanding Scripted Variety Series. Okay. And so he thanks all the appropriate people in his acceptance speech, and but he didn't get... You know, he didn't get shooed off by Anthony Anderson's mom. So he goes, I'm not leaving without getting played off by Anthony Anderson's mom. <laughs> so he starts, he, he proceeds to start naming the players on the Liverpool soccer team just so he could go over his time. Oh, that's funny. That's very funny. Uh, let's see. Another one of the show's highlights was Christina Applegate coming out to present an award. Uh, mm. As you can imagine, Christina Applegate... She got a much-deserved standing ovation. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> body not by Ozempic. Okay, let's go. She uh, jokingly scolded the crowd there for shaming her and her MS by standing up. Uh, the show also featured cast reunions from several shows. This was what I thought was super cool. Fritchie was showing us. Uh, some of the highlight reels from uh, when they all got together, the cast from Cheers, Grey's mm -hmm. Anatomy, Martin. It was really fun to see the Grey's Anatomy people because most of them haven't been together in a long, in a long time. time. Like, Katherine Heigl was there. It was fun. Yeah, dude, I thought now Katherine Heigl was someone else who was rumored to have... Not gotten along with fellow castmates. She didn't. She was the one that went a little bit diva-ish, and I think mm -hmm. they have since repaired. Have they? Yeah. Well, if, if you remember, you wouldn't remember because you don't watch, but I do. Firefly but, Lane? No, that was a different show she was on. But when uh, when Meredith Grey had COVID, either last season or the season before, they did a lot of different flashback scenes, both with, like, George and Patrick Dempsey's character and McSteamy came back, like, all these people that had died. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember Katherine Heigl being a part of any of that. But this time... She they... never came back in a dream? No. Well, I mean, she's technically, like, still alive and, like, living on a farm in Iowa now with uh, somebody else from the show. Yeah. But I don't. But I don't remember them all coming together. She's busy like working they, the Iowa caucus, like they did last <laughs> night. Yeah, she was doing something. That's interesting. But it was neat too. Like you said, Martin. They brought Martin back. Oh Cheers. yeah, the Sopranos. Uh, yes. Uh, all of the family was so funny. Fritch, Jen, you get a kick out of this. Fritch was like, and I don't know who these people are. And it was, 
It was the set of All in the Family with oh. Meathead and Gloria. Oh, God. Yeah, because they're the only surviving survive, cast members yeah. of the show. Meathead. No I knew most of them. I was God. like, and I don't know these people. Yeah. Well, I didn't even recognize the backdrop either. Ugh. And then there was the cast reunion of Ally McBeal. Remember what a huge show oh that was? Oh, my God. I, I wouldn't miss it. it was and it was so on cute. right before what? What came on after it? So, um, the the spinoff from... That wasn't it a spinoff from 902 on Melrose Place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that Melrose Place on right after or that right before? Might have been. Might have been. Monday nights, I believe. Sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 It was fun to see everyone from Ally McBeal. Like, they brought up the bathroom. Do you remember? They would all, like, meet in the bathroom and, like, oh, yeah. and caucus. Sure. <laughs> and then it was showing them, like, dancing from the bathroom over to the podium to make their little award announcement. Yeah. Is that show on anywhere? Like, I'm sure you could probably stream it, but that wasn't... What was that, that, was, that show? That was a on? show I don't Fox? remember ever being in reruns. Yeah, do you? Same. Mm. Yeah, it was on Fox. Yeah. So maybe like, I don't know. Just oh, it did... says Prime Video. Okay. Right now you can watch Ellie McBeal reruns on Prime Video. Gotcha. You probably got to pay for it. Uh, and then Elton John, as you heard, uh, was not at the ceremony, but he completed his EGOT when his concert special, Elton John Live, Farewell from Dodger Stadium, won the award for Outstanding Variety Special. Uh, but as I mentioned earlier, the night's big winners were, as you heard in the montage there, Succession and The Bear with six wins each. Uh, I got to get back on Succession. I'm so late to the party. and The show was come and gone. Uh, and The Bear... Are you watching that at all? It's another. Or? I the Hulu trial ran out. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> How much more did you have to go? Uh, I don't know. Well, the bear just has two seasons. So if you watched the Not first much. season, then you just have the second season. Okay. So they each got six wins each, and the limited series beef with five. We watched the trailer again for it because we saw that it got all these awards, yeah, and man. Kristen was like, "I just, I don't, I, I can't, I don't." <laughs> want the negativity at night it's right just, before yeah. bed yeah you gotta watch you gotta wake up and watch like like the tra- <laughs> like you feel the Start your day that way <laughs> you feel that yeah just just during the trailer yeah 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 i'm it sure it's ag- very good it gets aggressive yeah <laughs> so that's what happened in the emmys last there. night well hulk hogan oh wait a minute one more thing i swear <laughs> i'm sorry i just thought of something else so during Kieran Culkin's emotional acceptance speech when he won for best actor in mm-hmm. a drama succession, yeah, uh, he surprised his wife with something she said he could have if he won. And, of course, my beautiful wife, Jazz, um, thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids, uh, Zisu and Wilderwolf. I love you so many and so much. And, Jazz, I want more. <laughs> you said, you said maybe if I win. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you. Wow. That's pretty sweet. It was yeah, funny, cool. too, when he went up to the podium. I guess he was, like, hugging everyone, and he got so excited that he popped the buttons off of his suit jacket. So we went. he went up to accept. He kind of took his jacket off and threw it on the floor and told the presenter, he was like, don't pick it up. It's broken. I'll, I'll get it in a minute. And That's then he funny. did his whole little spiel. It was fun. <laughs> Is that a big ask? From your husband? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. To be pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's, she's probably like, you get another job. Yeah. You know, after yes. this. Right. How many? They have two? Mm-hmm. Wonder Wolf and Isuzu. 
or Izuki right. or something. He said. <laughs> are those nicknames or are those those the birth names? Didn't you hear what he said? Oh yeah, I, I, I couldn't say quite it. Play tell. it again. All right. Izuku. Izuku. And of course, my beautiful wife, Jazz. Um, thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids, uh, Zisu and Wilder. Isus? Oh, wow. Oh, maybe he said Zizu. Isusu is what it sounded like. Isusu? What? Isusu uh, and... Uh, what's his name? Kellen? Uh, Kieran. Oh. K-I-E-R-A-N. Uh, Zisu and Wilderwolf. Wilderwolf? Yeah. Do you think those are birth names or do you I think those are nicknames? I hope they have a third nicknames? just to see what they come up with. Yeah. Uh, Zisu and Wilderwolf. Isusu and Wilder Rule. There okay. you go. All right. I can't wait to hear the next one. <laughs> All right, Hulk Hogan. He is saving lives. He played the hero in Tampa, Florida on Sunday night. His wife, Sky Daly, and he and a friend named Jake, who just happens to be a Marine, witnessed a really wild accident. A car up ahead of them swerved to make an exit it was about to miss, but it crashed into another car, which ended up upside down on the road. Driver of the overturned vehicle was a 17-year-old girl. Hulk and Jake raced to the scene, popped her airbag, and helped her get her seatbelt off so she could get out. Sounds like she's going to be okay. That's scary. Didn't I see a quarterback over the weekend helped a stranded driver? Oh, yeah. Oh, right yeah. after a play, right was, after yeah. a playoff game. I forget who it was, but yeah. Wouldn't that be wild, though, to, be, to have this horrifying thing happen? And it's someone famous who rescues you. Yeah, you know, wouldn't wouldn't you almost think? Like, You'd be like, was oh, that yeah. Hogan? Did I die? Yeah. Okay. Is, is this like some? Come on, brother. <laughs> weird thing happening. Let's get you out of there. Wow. Here. Right. <laughs> Do you remember what night it happened? What day it happened? What the NFL one? Yeah. Uh no, I think. Well, no, it wasn't yesterday. It was Saturday. Okay. So it was somebody who they just did played. show too. Um. There was one, and I can't remember what player it was, but there was a player that broke down on the way to his game, and there was, like, a family going to the game that picked him up and took him to the stadium and dropped him off. Like, his car broke down. Buffalo Bills star Alec Anderson stops his car to help stranded drivers in dangerous winter storm. There you go. That was posted one day ago. So, Alec Alec Anderson. So, Madonna... Recently did a concert, a live concert in Toronto. <laughs> Toronto is in Canada, by the way. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Boston? Are you ready, Boston? Are you ready, Toronto? <laughs> what did she say? She said, are you ready, Boston? Boston? Oh, Boston. Are you ready, Boston? <laughs> are you ready, Boston? That's funny. Don't they write that happens it? happens all the time. I was going to say, isn't that why they write it on the floor? I mean, where they, they are. To. Yeah. She's not doing that many shows, though, is she? She was. I guess she's rescheduling them all now. Oh. She is, I mean, she was on my list for a million years because she's so iconic. And when I finally saw her in Louisville, I was never more disappointed in my life in an artist than I was the one time I saw Madonna. Really? Why? Well, she was like three hours late, and by the time so they started the show, 
Well, they started this show at 7 with, like, this DJ. This DJ came on, and everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was expecting for Madonna to come on after that. And then there was a two-and-a-half-hour wait. And during that two-and-a-half-hour wait, because I guess the way the stadium rules work or whatever, they had to stop serving drinks, stop serving food, stop serving, like, so there was no food or drinks. We were all just sitting there waiting, and then she came out, and she was, like, kind of sluggish and was, like, falling all over the stage. It was, was just that, not were other great. People, were other people visibly as disappointed as you? Or yeah. Were most oh, yeah. Like, like ah. most people were like, what is happening? And we actually had a, an E! News story the following week about her being, like, drunk on stage in Louisville, mm-hmm. and it was the show that we were at. Wow. Yeah. Is she a drinker? Is she? I thought she lived pretty clean. I don't know. I mean, this was years ago when the last time that she toured. Oh. Look, hmm. Let's do some bourbon tasting before the show. Well, yeah. and I, in Rome. You know, and also she's Madonna, so I think she's kind of earned the right to do whatever she wants. But the tickets <laughs> were so expensive. I was like, why did we spend this money on this? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Well, I haven't heard any uh, any feedback on the on the more recent concerts. Yeah, same. By the way, I got I so I'm being told that Shannon Doherty did uh, repair her relationship with, I guess both her 90210 and Charmed co-stars. Oh, nice. Oh, good. Yeah, she, I guess she talks a lot about that stuff and what really happened on her podcast. Let's be clear. Didn't know she had a podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. Guess so. <laughs> Yeah, her 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 most n- recent podcast, the whole theme of it is talking about the things she wanted to talk about, knowing that she doesn't have much longer to be with us, and living with cancer, and the things she wants to say to people. It was, I, I read a whole article about it, I was like, that sounds very depressing, but also very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, good for her. Yeah. But she still has a list of people she does not want at that yeah. funeral. <laughs> Anything else on the E! News front? No, that's all I got. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. we got more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we still doing Bridal-Rama? We are. Okay, got a four-pack. Yep, that happens uh, Saturday and Sunday, February 3rd and 4th at the Sharonville Convention Center. We'll get you set up here. Shortly on Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I am doing good. Excellent. Good. I got your headlines here. You're going to pick the real one, Bill. I know you can do it because you need to go to Bridal Rama the first weekend in February, okay? Yes, ma'am. All righty. Is it A? Guy tries to pass lemon juice for pee in company drug test. Is it B? A woman got caught trying to use dog pee in a drug screening. Or C? Man brings cat to work and tries to get it to pee in a cup for his monthly drug test. B. B it is. B it is. Look All at right. you. Yeah, the problem with drug screening is that you know if your sample is going to come back positive. True. And there's not much you can do about it. 
Mm-mm. Correct. Unless a 42-year-old woman in Florida named Jessica Beatty was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screening by using pee that she somehow collected from her aunt's dog. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like she was caught with the pee before submitting it. She then admitted that it was her aunt's dog's waste. She also provided a valid sample, which was probably not clean. I mean, what kind of person would try to submit dog pee if they weren't using drugs? Right. Uh, but Jessica was charged with urine testing fraudulent practices. That's exactly how it reads. Urine testing fraudulent practices. And to be clear, uh, her scheme would not have worked even if the probation officer didn't see the dog pee. I guess drug tests can easily differentiate human pee from non-human. That's interesting. Okay. Who yeah. knew? Hmm. Yeah. I see. It was an old orange is the new black episode. And Piper is on probation. Like, she's out of prison at this point. She's on probation. But she's got to provide urine tests. Ugh. And I guess she smoked some pot or something. Oh, no. In a moment of weakness. Yeah. Because, like, you know, integrating her life back into the real world has been difficult. And she had a series of roadblocks that, you know, bummed her out. She reached a breaking point, And uh, her brother convinced her that, you know, it would be cool just this once. And he'd provide mm-hmm. her with clean pee somehow if. Yeah. If she needed if it. If she needed it. But I forget how he's, like, there was some, I forget what the process was or where he got it or something, but. The weed or the pee? <laughs> no, the pee. Okay. <laughs> and so she's like, uh, well, okay, you know, you seem to know what you're talking about. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, my, my buddy uses it all the time and it's fine. Okay. And, of course, she got busted, like, Fails. right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. I wonder if that, if we. And just... they knew exactly what she did. Right. I wonder, like. <sighs> I mean, now that recreational is legal, is that still going to be, can people still get in trouble if they're on probation and they have to do drug tests if, if we shows I suppose up? if a judge tells you not to. Yeah. You know. I think yes, Jen. I think you would be in trouble. Like, because it'll say that you have to do alcohol and drug screening. So it's. Usually both. Alcohol, too. They do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also legal. Yeah. And businesses have the right to require their employees to be drug free. Yes. What if they have a... I always wonder about that, though. What if they've got a prescription from a doctor? They may not be able to work there. Well, they did that. I had a friend once that had a medical marijuana prescription, and she got hired at a place. And she revealed to them, she was like, hey, I know I had to do a drug test, but I have this. And they had to, like, check their protocol because they had never had to do that before. And so I think that is something that more companies now have to look at. Like, can we hire people that do this? Or how do Mm -hmm. we get around that? Oh, my God, we work in radio. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, there are a lot of jobs out there that require drug tests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. And I I want no part of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, certain things, like, you know, like my buddy's a semi-truck driver. He's got to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. People that work in medical fields a lot of times have to take, you know, drug tests. 
things like that. By the way, on another topic, I was looking at pictures from Orchard Park, New York, where the Buffalo Bills play at Highmark Stadium. And, I mean, they're showing the fans out there that are trying to clear the snow. Scooping. Those and, are the real winners. Oh, the my God. <laughs> God. Yeah, no Dude, kidding. I mean, it's, it's waist high in some spots. Well, they had to walk through it to get to their right. seat, which is ridiculous, Buffalo. Well, it's like. Where, where did that even go? Yeah. How like, bad would you be if you were a Bill season ticket holder and you spent, I don't know, thousands of dollars on your tickets and you had to walk through that? Uh, Maybe you just know what you're getting into. You know. I live in Buffalo. I'm going to slam some Labats and I'm gonna go going to go on into the in. game. Yep. It's part of the charm of the stadium. <laughs> I would I, I would have uh, v, I would have probably not been. Those able fans to are insane. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Did I mean, in a good one? way. I saw the shirtless guy. Of yeah, course, I was going to say, did you one. see the there's shirtless guy one. that was sliding down? Because what happened was over the weekend, they offered residents $20 an hour to come and shovel. So some people did show up, and that's where there was a guy that was shirtless that kind of created his own little slide. I mean, and look he was at that. Sliding mm. down the. Uh, down the aisles. I mean, how they even get that? Look at how they got that clear. I know. I always thought, did they play, did they move the game? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it are they playing this somewhere else? Oh wait, that game was moved. The game was moved. Yeah, Correct. that game was supposed to happen. The time Sunday, was, but right? I mean, did the or I was thinking the location because the field was so. It was supposed to happen on Sunday. They yeah. moved it to Monday at four oh, o'clock. Okay. Got it. The other thing that's trending about yeah. the NFL over the weekend is the fact that the Chiefs played on Peacock. And so that was a game that you, if you didn't have Peacock, you had to like pay to get the game. Yeah, we would have watched it had it not been on a streaming service we don't have. And people are losing their minds over that, including perfect, like Charles Barkley was. Um, Talking about what he was like, the NFL are crooks, man. That is the biggest scam. It is. Oh, no, I agree with him 100%. Amazon yeah. Prime. Don't they have the Thursday night games? They do. Yeah. Yes. On Amazon Prime. It, it's the same was, BS. But this mm-hmm. this was different because Peacock play, paid $110 million for just one game. And people are saying, whereas, you know, Amazon has every Thursday night game, it would be more worth your while to have Amazon Prime because you get every Thursday night game. But this was one playoff game. Is that the only game that's going to be on Peacock? Is everything now back on the... Yes. And then the other people, is there's this huge conspiracy out there that's like once they found out that Travis Kelsey was dating Taylor Swift and the game was going to be on Peacock, everyone's like, oh, it's because all the Swifties were going to pay the money to see, mm. you know... Yeah, I'll be curious to see what those numbers were. Like, how many, what kind of subscription bump did Peacock get, did get as a result of the playoff game? Because if you were in Kansas City, you know, if you were in the respective cities, then you would have been able to watch it on your local television station. But anybody outside of those markets Couldn't. would have had to have yeah. hopped on a Peacock, which was not worth it to us. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit of a Peacock experiment. Yes. Well, and also, like people could sign up and then just cancel, right? Technically, you can. You pay for the whole month, but yeah. Yeah, so maybe you just pay for the $5 or the $6 for the first month and then move on. I think the NFL's ultimate long-term goal, though, is to is to make every one of those a pay game. Yes, they keep fans. streaming. They, they keep moving them Looking to different places. Looking for ways places. to make you pay for it. Yes, and that was Charles another. Barkley's point. He was like, you guys are a billion-dollar industry, and you are it's not enough. Yeah. 
It's not enough. Not enough. Well, isn't that every business's goal? How do we make more? Yep. <laughs> no matter how yep. much we make. How do we make more? How do we make more? We want to make more for less. Yes. We want to pay you less, but make more. Right. So we're asking more of you. Correct. And by the way, we're not going to be able to give you raises here. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it is 721 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, mostly cloudy skies with uh, some sun this afternoon. You might see some snow flurries as you're heading in, as we did. Uh, maybe a little coating on the ground, depending on where you are. More to the north of us, of course. Less to our south. Wind chills below zero, uh, as low as five below zero. Yeah, I mean, it was cold yesterday, but it wasn't, like, windy. Like, I parked... Like, I went to Kroger yesterday, parked at the very end, like, as far away from the building as I could. Why? Because I wanted the exercise, one of the steps. Okay. It's just, I always do it. I always park out on the end. Why? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I can understand wanting the steps on a lovely day, but on a day like The rest of us want to get dropped off at the door. You burn extra calories just trying to stay warm. That's that's (laughs) absolutely true, what he just said. And that's part of the reason why I do it. Uh, And there was no wind. And I just had a quarter zip on, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell the air is cold, but because it wasn't, like, blustery or windy as it had been days before, yeah, you know, it was manageable. I mean, I wouldn't want to spend all day out there. But. Right. Anyway, uh, what is it now? It's 8 here at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Looking for a second date update today, and it is our mission to get our answers, preferably a second date, if not closure, chance to move on. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you this morning? Good. Great. Thank you. Tell us about Greg. How'd you meet Greg? So Greg and I met on Match. Um, We had a lot in common. So we went out. It wasn't one of those things where you talk forever and never actually meet. So we met for coffee, and like five minutes into it, he was already saying, well, what are you doing this weekend? So it was really cool. Like, we were making plans to get together again, and uh, I don't know. He was so funny, and we laughed a lot. Like, we both seem to have a lot in common. Oh, we both went to UC. So we had like a shared background and it was just so nice. So then we went on a more formal date. We went to seasons 52 and it went really well. So I'm kind of baffled that I texted him afterwards and haven't heard anything back. So you don't have a third date planned? No, but we had talked about like, I know it's I'm late to it, but I've never done pickleball, and he has. So he was like, "Girl, you gotta do it. Let's try it." And I was like, "All in." And um, how'd you do? Did you like it? Well, she had the, she hasn't had a chance yet. Oh, I, yeah. oh wow! I thought they went. Okay. No, no. Yeah, they talked about it. Maybe. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. we just had the two dates, like the one for for coffee, the kind of your requisite one, and then we had. A really nice dinner, like nothing weird. It just felt really good. So, 
Yeah. Well, I like how you hooked him in the first five minutes of yeah. that coffee date. That's pretty good. That is impressive. <laughs> it felt good. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah. Asking me what I'm doing this weekend. Okay. So at dinner, did it feel to you... I mean, I know he's a nice guy, and, and you seem to have a lot in common, or at least based on his on his match profile, you have a lot in common. Did you feel like there was real chemistry? Honestly, I did. I mean, we didn't, like, we hugged. We didn't kiss, but I did tell him that I was looking for a real relationship and didn't want to take it too fast in the beginning. Okay. So, In other words, he's not getting any. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you didn't that's why you didn't call right no well i'm wondering yeah is that it like i wasn't prudish by any means he didn't even really try to be honest yeah so yeah did he seem like he was into being in a relationship because maybe that was scaring him off like oh she wants a boyfriend he said he did we didn't honestly talk that much about it but gotcha. Yeah, we mostly talked about our lives, things we like, and what we do, and stuff like that. So it wasn't high pressure, so to speak. It didn't feel that way. Like some dates are like, okay, what's your goals? What are you looking for? Like it wasn't like a job interview, which was mm -hmm. so refreshing. Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Okay, we got to take a break, Katie. When we come back, we're going to call Greg and see what he really thought of that season's 52 dinner. And. Okay whether or not he is interested in a third date. So we will temporarily call this third date update <laughs> <laughs> with Jeff and Jen next. This is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102. Katie saw Greg's profile on Match. She was looking at his interests and hobbies and stuff and seemed to her almost immediately they have a lot in common. They both went to UC, among other things. So instead of, like, talking back and forth, they made a date fairly quickly. They started with a coffee date. Mm -hmm. And uh, within the first five minutes, she had him hooked. That was he all was already took. asking her out. Boom. We got to do dinner. So they yep. did dinner. Season's 52, delicious and healthy. Mm -hmm. They talked about maybe doing pickleball at a later date. But it never materialized, and when she reached out, she got nothing but radio silence, and here we are. Yep, and here we are, for the love of Pete. Oh, yeah. Katie, anything else you want to add before we call him up, or is that pretty much it in a nutshell? I think that's it. Okay, great. Let's call him up. Hi, Greg. Yes. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, brother? Uh, what's this about? I mean, am, am I on the radio right now? <laughs> yes. Well, with your permission, if you say no, we'll shut it down right now, but we'd love to talk to you. We spoke to a mutual friend who had a lot of great things to say about you, and we just wanted to meet you. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Yes. Okay. All good. We spoke with your friend Katie. You met her on Match a while ago. 
you went out for coffee and uh, you had dinner. Uh-huh. And she was talking about just how impressed she was with you, what a nice guy you are. She seemed to oh. think you two have a lot in common and was looking forward to the next time you two got together. I guess, I don't know if you've been busy or what's been going on with you, but we just wanted to check in and get your thoughts on Katie and whether or not you think there's any chance of you guys getting together on a third date in the near future. Um. Well, that's very nice what she said, and she's very nice. And she's definitely, you know, attractive, for sure. But she gave me such a hard sell at dinner. And I don't mean like a hard sell on her as a person, but, like, she sells insurance. Oh. You okay? No and way. I'm, and it's, like, in her DNA, I guess. I mean, there's no lie. She spent, like, a significant part of the date talking to me about the benefits of me getting more insurance, life insurance. and uh, Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome, actually. <laughs> Free advice. Well, Everybody <laughs> needs insurance. Well, that's what, yeah, well, believe me, I know now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of insurance was she trying to sell you? Oh, whole life, universal life, term life, <laughs> property. I mean, if I die suddenly, I, mean, I have a young son. You know, if your house burned down, it's all the usual things, you know, halfway through the day, all I'm thinking about, I'm not thinking about her and having a good time. I'm thinking about death and destruction right. and mortality <laughs> yes. and becoming, you know, climate catastrophe, you know, whatever. I'm just going like, yeah. oh, my God. How am I going to die? Mm-hmm. When, am I covered? Yeah. Well, I got to ask you, Greg, do you currently have a life insurance policy in place? And if so, how much? I do not. Oh, I do wow. not have a life insurance policy. I mean, I have good health coverage and I have definitely homeowner's insurance, but... I do not have. I mean, I'm a young guy. I'm healthy. Well, it's, Greg, uh, but if this relationship progresses, right, you want to get this got... insurance policy. She's going to need something in case anything happens to you to maintain her style of living. That's right, because you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. <laughs> it sounds like Jeff's heard that before. Oh, believe me, I know. I, mean, I know. I what kind that. of insurance do you have, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> and am I the beneficiary on any of <laughs> Has he ever asked for your social security number? You know, seriously. Not me either. You need to think about it. <laughs> Greg, this is a God's honest true story. My ex-wife convinced me to up my life insurance policy. That's true. I mean, it was a lot of money, right? If it, God forbid if anything happened to me, she would have been set for life. <laughs> Not a month later, she gifts me for my birthday. She presents me with a certificate to go skydiving. I you not. Not suspicious at all. Dude, this sounds like an episode of Snapped. And then all of a sudden, your parachute doesn't open. And wham, bam, thank you, man. Well, the good news is the parachute opened. Bad news is we had a hard landing and I shattered my tailbone. Did you have insurance for that? Does insurance cover the shattered tailbone? Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you just sit on a donut for a bit. in silence, yeah. Didn't you walk around with a donut? I did it out. I oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Wow. So okay. did you buy any insurance? Uh, no, me? No, I did, no, I, I did not. Well, what did you I, say I, when I, she's was... going through all of this then? What were you saying to her? Were you I mean, asking I, I questions her. and encouraging I, her to keep talking? No, but that's the first day, and maybe it's nerves, and she obviously works in that field, so she's talking about that it's a comfortable thing to talk about. But no, I did not encourage it. I tried to redirect, and it just kind of felt like she was on a script, and I was like, well. Yeah. But like I said, she's really nice, and she's, you know, yeah. Okay, let's bring Katie into the conversation. We have her on the other line. Katie is still there with us? 
Yes. So I can understand Greg's point where it would start to kind of feel like, oh, this she didn't want to date with me. She just wanted to pitch me. No, it didn't. It wasn't like that at all. Like, I appreciate that maybe I talked a little bit too much, but it was about his son, Aiden, and the fact that he doesn't have life insurance. And what he was telling me, there's not a lot of other support for his son. So it was out of compassion and, you know, knowing the business and wanting to make sure that he considered it fully. Right. I could see that that would be a turn off on the first day because I was like, what if you just died suddenly, you know, and nobody likes to think about that. And he's young and hopefully this is nothing that's going to happen. But you see it happen all the time, don't you? All the time. Young and healthy, dropping dead, left and right. Oh, friend of mine just happened to my friend this afternoon. (laughs) Yes, I know it. I know a guy. (laughs) Jeezel. I'll give you credit, Katie. You're a hustler. Being a man, you have a lower life expectancy, and <laughs> there is a reality. That's to what it. I'm talking Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like maybe you need to go out on another date and just see how it goes without the insurance chat. Because it does feel like the two of you have similar, like, energies to me, or like, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, guys? No? Well, he won't be underinsured. I mean, yeah. think about how, you know, set I mean, for life you both will be if something happens to the other. Right. Because inevitably it'll happen someday. That's true. And nobody wants to look at this, but it's an inevitability. Like you said, everyone is going to die. This is such a fun conversation. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> like, I would love to go out with him and just play pickleball and watch some football and, like, just. You know, okay. I totally would love to see you again. I don't know, Greg. What do you think? It's your call. I mean, yeah, okay. It, it did feel like a hard sell, and I wasn't comfortable, but speaking now and laughing about it, yeah, I do. I, I'm reconsidering my position. You, you know, like I said, you are a very nice person, and hearing you put it that way, you know, that your real concern is just for Aiden, and that's really, you know, that's a nice, that's, that that means a lot to me. Yeah. So you're saying yes to the yeah. life insurance policy or yes <laughs> to the date? I'm confused. Or both. Maybe both. Maybe you could hand me off to another life insurance. Oh, no, she needs them. to know. Yeah. She needs a commission. I, totally. <laughs> and she needs to know what we're looking at here as far as future is concerned. <laughs> it's going to be an additional $75 a month. On the date. <laughs> Oh I like it. They both said yes. Something's going to happen here. I feel it. Awesome. We're going to set it up. So, Greg, you'll be hearing from Katie because she reached out to us. We'll work out the details with her. So we just when she reaches out, obviously give her the courtesy of a response and really wish you two the best of luck. That's Thank very you. sweet. I also think it's cool that she called you guys. I think that's very funny, too. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I didn't want to let you go. You're special. Aww. Aww. Well, I feel special now, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. How cute. Okay. If you need a little help with a second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2004 is only a couple of weeks old, and we're already making hypothetical deals with the devil. <laughs> what do you mean? Or father time, if you prefer. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, there's a poll online where someone asked, for every year you remove from your life, you get $500,000. What? Man. If you get $500,000 for every year you remove from your life, how many years would you give up? I don't know. I, it's not enough money. Yeah. For a year. It's not enough money. It isn't. There, These are years shaved off the end of your life whenever that would happen. So it's not like you can cherry pick your years like yeah. your high can school or golf phase. Can I just go back phase. and say, you know, when I was 30, can I just erase no. that year? No, you cannot. No? Yeah. Because you don't, well, I mean, you don't know when your life, I mean, if you were going to tell me that I would die at 96 after spending 15 years in an Alzheimer's fog and in a home and I didn't know anybody or recognize anybody in my family, then I'd say, oh, yeah. 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 Right. I'll take all 16 of those here. Yeah, sure. But, you know, you can kick it five years from now. And if you gave them five years, you're done today. I don't yeah. like this game. Yeah. Me neither. If I'm they, not going to play. If they but told you're leaving you behind front, a lot of money, I'm just saying. <laughs> but Jen's right. If they told you up front, then we could all make a better decision. <laughs> well, they're not going to tell you up front. You have to guess. And the most popular answer, based on that lack of information, is one to two years. Yeah, I can believe one to two years. Yeah, about 40% of people said they would give up the last year or two. For five hundred thousand to one million dollars, yeah. Uh, but to, to Jen's point, those could be precious years in your fifties, or ones where you're drooling all over yourself in your nineties. And who's to say that that year or two that you gave up that that wasn't the year the Publishers Clearinghouse showed up at your <laughs> That's house right. and, and with millions and millions of dollars? Yes, mm-hmm. and you just screwed yourself mm-hmm. out of that. Yes, or you bought the winning Powerball ticket. I'm telling you, my mother is convinced she's going to win Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, she still? has been fully engaged in that for years. How many magazines show up she every is month? Not magazines, but other odd little things if that you she purchases. The chances are better. Yeah. <laughs> so I got um, Women's Day. They're gonna. I mean, she literally has conversations with me. Should I take the five thousand dollars a week? Oh, Can I do the five thousand dollars a week or lump sum? I'm like lump sum, mom. Yeah. Always lump, lump sum. sum. Do they still come to your door with the balloons? I think and they stuff? do. I think they she do. She purchase or she she does just make an occasional purchase yeah. if it's something that she really you, thinks she can use. You remember the big scandal from like twenty years ago, where twenty twenty or one of those news investigation magazines found that all of the entries that didn't subscribe were tossed in the trash. Yeah, and it got the Federal Trade Commission to come down on them. And I remember they they supposedly tightened up the rules because. You know, legally, no purchase is necessary. Yeah. Right. Based on, you know, the way they outlined the rules. Right. Um, but oh. supposedly there's yeah. better oversight. I don't even think that's a... Like, I mean, obviously it has to be real. But it's just random computer-generated numbers, right? Yeah. I, I believe so. I mean, but somebody really has to be winning or else it would be completely illegal. Total fraud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people are winning. So people have to have won the publisher's clearinghouse. Right. I just felt like it was always such a sham. Mm. Don't they usually do it, like, during the football games or something? I don't know if they still do it live televised like they used to. Yeah, like during the Super Bowl. Wasn't it like that? They I would show like, up yeah. at a time yeah. where they and knew the people fan. would be home. Yeah. Right. 
That's what I always wondered. How'd they know they'd be there whenever I would watch that? I'm like, they had to know that this was happening. They're faking excitement because... And they look really pretty. Yes, everybody, mm. you know, it's not like when you guys show up and somebody's in their <laughs> underwear. By the way, we're doing that with this next Kelly week. Clarkson thing on Monday next yeah. week, right? They asked, I actually asked, I said, can Tim and I deliver the grand prize? It always goes off the rails when that happens. <laughs> In a really good way. It's some yeah, of it's our fun. favorite morning. In a very entertaining way. Yeah. yeah. When you guys are when you guys miss us for like six hours. We love it. Because we're driving all over the place. <laughs> uh speaking of winning, the world could see its first trillionaire in the next ten years. Is it Saudi, Elon? A Saudi Prince. To no, Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh According to anti-poverty group Oxfam International, their annual report found the ultra-rich are still getting richer. I mean, let's look at the world's current richest person. You brought up Elon Musk. According to Forbes, uh, he is the number one guy right now with a net worth of $230 billion. So he's doing all right. But will he be the first person to hit the trillionaire mark? Oxfam Mm. International says it is actually within reach. Their annual report found the ultra-rich are still getting richer and at a pretty quick clip, too. Since the pandemic hit in 2020, almost 5 billion people around the globe have gotten poorer. But the five richest men in the world have seen their wealth more than double, up 114%. That includes Elon, along with French businessman Bernard Arnault, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, Oracle founder Larry Ellison, and investment guru Warren Buffett. Yeah. Uh, For Forbes says Buffett is actually sixth behind Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. But to put one trillion dollars in perspective, a one million one dollar bills stacked up would be three hundred fifty-eight feet high. And a billion would be about 68 miles high. Okay. 68 miles, oh Jen, is right around the edge of space. There you go. What? I know. That's pretty crazy. Like your money would go from here to Lexington, Kentucky. If you had <laughs> a billion $1 bills stacked up. Wow. 68 miles that's high. crazy. A trillion $1 bills would be just under 6,800 miles high or almost a third of the distance to the moon. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of money. Do you think that it's just, I mean, we think about how incredible that would be, but don't you think that there's just so much stress? Yes. Oh, there's there there's so there are so many studies like, out there. Like, is that guy even that happy? Have been done with people who have a lot of money. Well, but Warren Buffett's like almost 100 years old. He seems to be doing okay. <laughs> yeah, but he probably stressed out the the uh, all of his life, like the 90 years of his life. Here's why I don't think he is stressed out because he doesn't he legit like if you watch the Warren Buffett interviews, he just loves what he does. It's not about the money. He lives super modestly. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. live a lavish lifestyle. He's not trying to keep up with any of the Joneses. So does Elon Musk. You know, he he lives pretty conservatively. Jeff Bezos doesn't. He's always out yachting somewhere. Now, that could be some that could be someone who lives under a lot of stress. Yeah. Like at some point do you think he's just like I I'm done. Who wants Amazon? I can't I don't want to deal with it. 
Yeah, and maybe he, he could give the ex-wife the uh, the keys. Yeah, I mean she's. You got know what? Why don't you take that money? too while you're out of it? Yeah, here you go. There was I don't a need the stress. study a while back of people who were worth forty million dollars or more. Okay, and they were asked, "What is the number one thing that you worry about and stress about?" And the overwhelming answer was losing it, mm. losing the money, losing mm. the money. That they're in constant fear of losing it. Ugh. How would you feel about I'd losing like <laughs> most of it, but still having like a couple of mil in the bank? You know. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it would go very quickly. <laughs> that well, last your couple life of million. would change so much. Oh, like, dramatic. Would look, you yeah. be okay with going from living and doing anything you want, private jets, like at your but fingertips? Would you, uh, yeah, I, yeah don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how extravagantly I would live. We I mean, <laughs> we do, Jack. You yeah. think I'd go I mean, really we have crazy. a pretty good yes. idea. Yeah. You think Actually, I'd go crazy? Yeah. I don't know. I we don't know do. if I would or not. Because because your brain has an uncanny ability to justify silly things. I'm very good at, at yeah, like mm-hmm. things that you don't rationalizing things that most mm-hmm. normal human beings don't need. Yeah, you come up with justifications. Sure. It. Which, yeah, hey, you know, it's your money. It makes you, <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't see me owning all these homes and, you know, how do you have time for all of that? You don't have to. No. You got people. I'm with you. And I, and I mean, in terms of that, like, just the idea of living in a big house, no mm. matter how much money I have, there's something about that that, that stresses me yeah. out. Yeah. Having a big estate. Right. A lot of I things to take care of, to yeah. pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, I'd upgrade a little bit where I am right now, but no, not a ton, I don't think. I We're trying to, I'm it. trying to downsize. Yeah, well, I mean, I would like, I would like to have a home where I didn't have to leave if I didn't want to. So what would I need to add to my house? Like, I would like a gym. I would like a pool. A pool would be really nice. How often do you leave for the pool now? Well, Jacob, we go in the oh, summer. Right. You have one in your neighborhood. Yeah, he we got one swimming. in the neighborhood. I, yeah, I mean, I would love to have a lap. You know, a lap. I would love to swim. You know, so. Kristen would like a lap pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be that would be something I would really enjoy. But see, that's why I have the condo in Florida. Like, I, I rent it out full time now. But yeah. like in Kristen's mind, the day will come where because it has a the community as a lap pool, mm-hmm. and you can there's like a boat launch. Where she can take her kayak out on the mm-hmm. river, and yeah. you know it's all right there. So in her mind, we'd be perfectly happy in our little two bedroom, two bath, yeah, condo. Yeah, yeah. same. With a but with a lap pool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that we share with a lot of other people. Right, but you have the option to do that, and you don't have to take care of it. You right. Know, somebody else is you're you're paying the fee yeah. or whatever for right. somebody else to handle that. I for am you. down with that. So if the yeah. pump goes out, it ain't on Jeff. It's right. on the, exactly. the society or whatever they're called. Yeah. The homeowners the association. The HOA. The association. That's what yes. I was trying to yeah. think of. Yeah. That that's my style. That's my that'd be my style of living, you know. Yeah. The way you'd want to roll. Right. Yeah. But I watched um uh, see, I, I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to give anything away. But I, I watched a movie on Netflix that uh, depicts some very wealthy people and the way they live. And I did see one thing that I thought, oh, that could be useful. 
Very expensive, but could be very, well, it was. very helpful. It's a bunker. It's an underground bunker. Oh, God. Where you, like, survive. Oh, my God. You know, Civil you're, War, you're World com- War III. You're coming along. You know, and I'm like. Do you have one? you have one? Do I have one? No. But I would add that. We do. We have a little bunker at our house. It doesn't have a ton of stuff in it. How many square feet is it? Oh, is it enough to fit all of us? No. <laughs> I know we'd be really close. It's really like a built-in safe room for tornado shelters, I, I believe. Oh, that's great. They was put the it intention. There. Yeah, it's just a concrete room with a big door on the front. Yeah. Are you talking about Leave the World Behind? Yeah. Yeah. That was a bleeped-up movie. I loved it. I knew I thought would. it was excellent. Did you see it? I did yeah. not yet. Yeah. No. Oh, you didn't watch it yet? I thought you did watch Which it. Which one is it? You did with Leave Julia, Roberts. Julia Roberts. You're the one that told oh, me to yeah, watch it. Yeah, I did it. watch that. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, it was, was good. good. Like most movies, in one ear, out the other. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah, no, yeah. at the end of it, Chris and I looked at each other. We're like, "Wow, that was really good." Yeah. At the end of it, you're just and like, we started putting a plan together. <laughs> yeah. But I'm half, not gonna say anymore. Halfway through, you have that moment of, "I gotta finish it. I, I, I gotta finish. I gotta see what. I gotta finish it." Because <laughs> I didn't want to stick with it, but I did. Oh my god! Yeah. Parts that made the hair stand on the yeah. back of my head. You're just like. Right. What's coming? Is it? Is it nuclear? Is it alien invasion? It's, is it? It's all uh, so everything? plausible. All of it is yeah. so yes. Easily can yes. absolutely yeah. yes. And it's funny because when you watch the trailer, you think you think you're watching a sci-fi flick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're yep. not. And and you realize, you know, in the fog of war, like the the confusion. Yeah. That takes place. Yeah. Where you just you know you don't know. Because there's no way to know. Right. And that's part of it. It's, yeah. it's You should watch it. It's fascinating. Yeah. You would like it, but it'll freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> is it, are You'll be redirecting your money in different is ways. Is it stuff that I haven't already considered? No, it's <laughs> no. not. <laughs> nope. But it, it'll make you think of it in, in more real-world practicality. Yeah, yes. okay. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And then we'll discuss the plan. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, because what happens if it hits while we're at work? We race to my house as fast as possible. Yeah. (laughs) See? Yep. Mm. I know. And I think I I live the closest, so we got to work on something because our basement's (laughs) not going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) At least in its current form, anyway. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Temperatures have been frigid across the U.S. over the past few days. So how cold is it? (laughs) It is cold. (laughs) It is so cold, around 150 million Americans, or that is 45% of the population, have been under some kind of wind chill warning and advisory. In fact, uh, here our wind chill factor, let's see, our wind chill factor range... Here in the Tri-State today is between 5 degrees, 5 below to 5 degrees Fahrenheit. That is cold. Yeah, I liked when they were showing the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game. Did you guys see when they were, people were, like, buying a beer 
and they would open it and it instantly was freezing and it was like foaming coming out the top just a frozen beer they were having trouble with water it's like the minute they would take it out of the refrigerator and give it to people it would freeze it would freeze isn't that insane that is and those guys are out there every time i look at them with their bare arms i'm like put on something with sleeves i don't know how they do that just having that oh and then getting hit how that must hurt you know oh and the ground falling on the ground being tackled and slammed into right. the ground. Mm-mm. Miserable. Uh, the National Weather Service shared footage of someone in Flagstaff, Arizona, tossing boiling water into yeah. the air and watching it freeze. Yeah, watching it turn into snow. It yeah. turned into snow. It's crazy. A lot of people burning themselves doing that, by the way, so be yeah, careful. Yeah, don't. Yeah, that's not smart. Uh, It's so cold. A meteorologist in Lansing, Michigan, was driving to work yesterday when her windshield cracked for no apparent reason. Oh, wow. Uh, It's so cold. People in Chicago have been posting videos of steam rising off of Lake Michigan and the Chicago River. I saw that, Jeff, because they were saying the water is like 32 degrees and it's warmer. Mm -hmm. Somebody was like... Um, yeah, I guess the deeper the water is, the yeah. warmer it is. They were like, Michigan has, or Chicago has created its own hot spring. That's how was it was like a by, joke. My, by my parents' house, too. The Detroit River was steaming. It was blowing upstream, which was weird with waves. Mm-hmm. Just really bizarre. Hmm. Uh, let's see. It's so cold that Chiefs coach... Andy Reid's mustache froze during their game against the Dolphins in Kansas City. I kept looking at it going, is that snot frozen in his <laughs> in his is. mustache or is that just yes. moisture well, maybe from that just, too. you know, because that's really gross. It's not, be if it is snot, somebody it's tell it. him and let's clean it up. Well, because, you know, he's yelling all the time, so it's just constant water leaving <laughs> his body. He looked like a walrus. Now, when your hair freezes like that, because that's something else I saw. I, I saw a video of women in Texas, because it's pretty cold oh, there, too. Yeah. And they're dipping their hair in water outside, and then as they throw their head up, their hair freezes. Now, will your hair break? Will it? I If it is frozen, oh, I don't know. you know, would it? If you... Would oh, your hair yeah. break, you would think? It? I, don't I don't know. know. Doesn't sound like a good idea to try. No, but their hair was just standing straight. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a troll. That's it's funny. Straight up. Uh, it's so cold in Portland, Oregon. Their largest sewage, sewage station has been running at half capacity after one of their pipes froze. Uh, backup generator also froze and sent sewage in around a dozen homes. Oh, gross. That's not good. Has anyone no. heard their house pop at all during the cold, frigid temperatures? Uh, I've heard some questionable noises. I've heard that before. That's wood. Oh, Isn't yeah. that wood? expanding or yeah, something anytime you have bitterly cold temperatures like this it can make your house do strange things in the winter months i mean naturally they're the broken furnaces and the busted pipes and things like that that you would expect um but some people have reported hearing loud popping noises mm-hmm. coming from either the house or their deck Mm-hmm. Wondering I mean, if there might house, be some I heard it all the time. structural in your old house, really? Yeah, it was my deck. It was coming from my deck. Yes, evidently that is the friction between either your deck or your house's building materials as they contract and expand at different levels. Yeah. I had a little bit of a scare yesterday. It just started to feel really, really cold in my house. And I have the thermostat set on 70. And I went and looked and I'm like, it's 64 in here. What is going Uh-oh. on? I know. And then I looked and my it was set on auto, so I flipped it over to heat. 
And then it, it got up to about 67, but I was like, oh, God, please don't. Now, <laughs> now is not the time for no. something to go. I mean, if the heat's going to go out, go out when it's 55 outside, please, and not not now. No, I'm, uh, I'm happy to report. So we, on the hot list on Friday, we did some, like, tips that my friends at Arlinghouse sent over. And one of them was you should keep your thermostat between 65 and 70. Mm -hmm. And we're at 67 in my house, which is not normal for us because it just. Is that warmer than what you normally have it set up? way cooler than what we normally have it set up. But it felt like our heat was just on because, you know, the house is trying to heat up. I'm like, well, let's just try to go down like a degree or two. And we were moving a lot because we um, were painting Penelope's room. So we got warm. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe I can manage 67. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she'll set it to 70 during the day for my benefit. Yeah, because I did think of you, Jeff, because I was like, this is how Jeff lives his life all the time. Yeah, but but at night, she brings it down to 68. Uh, if she had her way, though, it would be cooler. It would be yeah. colder. She, she'd bring it probably all the way down to 65, 66. I mean, I don't mind it being that cold if I can stay in the bed. Yeah. Just don't make me get up, you know, if I have to get up in the middle of the night to pee or get up early. Right. No. Uh, Even windows, I guess, can break during the cold weather. Extreme cold causes stress cracks in windows to spread. And uh, there's not a whole lot a homeowner can do to keep those cracks from elongating. But if possible, keep vents blowing on the glass and avoid covering windows with heavy shades or blinds that restrict air movement. Oh, that's probably smart. Yeah. Yeah. We got rid of all of our blinds in our breakfast room. Like, we have a bay window there. Mm-hmm. She got... Just said to heck with it. She's, we never use them. Why, Who why cares them? if people look in? They're ugly. Let's get rid of them. They're old metal blinds. Yeah. Been there's hmm. probably since the 80s. And it, it does, it's funny when you make these little minor modifications to your home that make the house look bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, even just getting rid of the wallpaper in the hallway, the hallway already looks bigger. It's weird. Yeah. It was funny, too, when we were driving down our street, we were looking in other people's houses, and everyone has the blinds closed. And that's something you don't normally see. Probably because they feel like there's cold air coming yeah. through the window, so but they think if they... so weird to see everybody's closed up like that yeah. you know what I mean? they're closed yeah. up for the winter yep they're hibernating <laughs> okay uh, a couple of other things that we wanted to get you caught up on this morning we talked about black coffee briefly i'm a psychopath yep. yes pretty much don't need the coffee. That's really funny. Tim's joking, but that's actually true. Every Yeah, we do this story once in a while. Is that what it is again? Or? Well, it's yeah. not changing, Tim. Well, there hasn't been a shift in the study. It's the same study from 2016. <laughs> okay. But social media is obsessed with this old study from 2016 that found that you're more likely to be a psychopath if you enjoy things that are bitter. Things like black chocolate, dark chocolate, gin and tonics can be very bitter. Gin is just bitter anyway. It looked at the food and drink preferences of 1,000 Americans and personality traits like how narcissistic, aggressive, or sadistic they were. And it found <laughs> that people who like bitter stuff are more likely to have the types of antisocial qualities that psychopaths have. Wow. <laughs> and they were more likely to take pleasure in seeing other people suffer. What? No, that's not, that's Tim. not Tim at all. 
Not that Tim, we know. Maybe. But how do we know? <laughs> That's for exactly sure. right, Jeff. Yeah. We don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, how many serial killers? Oh, he was just a quiet guy. Are you Seems kidding? Nice. He was the nicest guy out of so everyone friendly. I worked with. Yeah. He was probably the nicest guy in the building. But don't you have to admit that you, sometimes you, you look at Tim and you're like, God, when he snaps someday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whew. It's on. No, it's no gonna doubt. Be, it's it's going to be something. Plus, he likes yeah. mystery just a little <laughs> too much. I'm not going to fight you on that. There's plenty of times I've wanted to run someone with over with my car. <laughs> yeah. But I stopped myself. But I thought about it. That time you did. When the intrusive (laughs) thoughts take hold. Have you ever been behind the wheel with him for an extended amount of time? He's He's a very aggressive driver, but I don't... You need to take a Dramamine? It doesn't bother me, but Jen, it would bother because she's a very much I-gotta-be-in-control type person when it comes to the car. I will say I have not had coffee in about... Two weeks, right? About 14 days, yeah. Yeah, two weeks. How's that going? I want coffee. Yeah. And oh, why are we things, skipping it? We're skipping it because I'm having a little bit of a flare-up in my bowel. Oh, I'm coffee try, can I'm, do a number. I'm trying to uh, avoid all allergies, things that would uh, irritate. irritate it. Is yeah. there anything in particular that triggers a flare-up in your bowel, Tim? Yes, the lack of fiber. Lack of fiber. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back on track, almost back to good. So That's good, almost. Co- yeah. Probably have some coffee tomorrow or later this week. Will you? Yeah. So you will reintroduce? Hell yeah, I need it. Right, but like, what are you? So in the meantime, like while you're off the coffee, like what other what foods are you? I'm just eating adding simple, simple things, simple like, stuff, bland yeah, stuff. Yeah, kinda nothing fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I did, we did go out to a restaurant this weekend, and my mom wanted duck fat fries because they said it was a specialty, and she had never had them before. What are oh, duck nice. fat? Fries. Instead of cooking the fries with oil, you cook them in duck fat, and that gives them a bigger flavor. You don't you've taste. Had, you've you don't had taste them. duck. It just just cook it's lard. Just weird. Just think it's lard just instead think of lard. No, we've had them together. Fat. We have at restaurants. Yeah, you've before. had them. You've had yeah. them before. They're very okay. good. But yeah. the point of the story is, is they serve them with banana ketchup. Mm. Oh, and that was bitter, wasn't it? Which no, it was sweet. Was it sweet? But I've never it... heard of that in my life, and I they went awesome with the fries, and then I posted it, and three or four Filipino people were like, "Oh yeah, that's huge in Philip in the mm. Philippines. You can go buy it at Jungle Gyms." Is this a place up in? Uh, it was in Windsor, Windsor, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here in Cincinnati, uh, Embers is famous for their duck fat fries, yeah, and a lot of it has to do with the aioli. Mm. Yeah, it's like good. a truffle aioli. Don't write them off, yeah. really good. Huh. But we got to get some banana ketchup. That's that's, that's a game changer. Okay. Anyway, uh, as far as the study is concerned, take it with a grain of salt. It's just one study that we keep bringing up because <laughs> uh, Tim loves it. Uh, that said, experts do think, however, one out of 22 people are technically psychopaths. One so out of 22? That's pretty, One out of 22. So there's a decent chance high. someone you know... More we if you know more you if you if you know hundred and ten people five of them are psychopaths. That's correct, Jen. I just think about so the, that means there's five in this building. You I was going to say I just there think about five the five in this place. building. You could I'm, probably pick them out. <laughs> if we have two hundred employees, mm. a person affected by chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent social behavior. Informal definition: an unstable and aggressive person. Unstable and aggressive. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. And finally, <laughs> Tim and I are both kind of looking at each other's side. I, it's you two. You want to sit next to each other? I, <laughs> it's those two. Uh, could you be keeping a deep, dark secret for no good reason? 
A recent study found that might be the case, depending, of course, on what the secret is. Like, if it's something really bad, like, I murdered 11 people back in 1988. Well, <laughs> you're probably nobody. better off not telling yeah. anyone. Yeah. I think they will judge you for that and hopefully turn you in. Uh, but for normal secrets, there's a good chance that telling someone is actually better for your overall mental health. They did 12 different experiments. And they found that as humans, we have a tendency to overestimate how harshly we'll be judged for the secrets we're keeping. When you confide in someone, they're actually less likely to judge you and more likely to focus on the positive traits required to reveal the secret in the first place. Okay. Things like trust, honesty, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. In other words, they'll actually be somewhat impressed that you trust them enough to, to tell share. them about it. Right. And then they probably won't judge you anywhere close to as much as you are judging yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So what, you got anything there, Jeff, you want to share with the group? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you Do you think? really have any deep, dark secret? I mean, I mean I'm trying to think. What deep, dark? Yes, he does. Do you, who that do you, dark. Who do you think has the most secrets in this room out of these two Scorpios? I mean, you and I are pretty clean. <laughs> it's the Scorpios that you always got to worry about. Who do you think has the most? you say that? Just because we're Scorpios? Because I know you both. Oh, Jeff. Because you know us both. I I think Jeff has a ton. Deep, dark You think I have what? Oh, I think you have tons of things that you wouldn't want everybody to to know. know. What are you talking about? Yeah. I know. Like, I think there's a long list. Yeah. And every time (laughs) I... Really? Every time I ask A long list? Significant. Maybe not recent history. Long? Maybe not recent history. No, but every time I ask you something randomly, you'll sometimes like reveal a little something else that I'm like, why have you not told us that before? Huh. Or where it is makes it that suspicious when you, when things pop up like what's this whole Grenada thing? <laughs> what the well, Where the hell then, did that come from? Yeah. And that's weird. It's just never been germane <laughs> to anything that we talk about. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, that's something you would just tell. I would just tell you. <laughs> Why? Hey, guys, get, guess get, what? Get a load of what I'm I'm going to get an investment property in Granada. So no one cares. But, it's that, but we it's do. so weird. I mean, not that's something. I, would, I don't know anyone else in my life that would ever say, you know, I got an investment property in Grenada. Right. I'm going to become a citizen. In there, I'm going in May. I, yes. I know this opera. This I've, I own a hotel. It's like <laughs> yes, yes. What? Well, it's not exactly relatable material. Yes, it is. <laughs> but that's what makes it interesting because it's unique, right? Yeah. Uh. The other thing that bothers me is he's always like, "I'm so boring. I don't have anything going on." I'm like, "That's where that." I'm comes very in. boring. That's right there. A hotel investment. Yeah, for that conversation to a is country. right oh. where that pops into the equation, Jeff. That's uh-huh. very interesting. Right. No. Not to mention, well, my grandma's from Italy, and I'm thinking about trying to get a passport for there too. I'm like, citizenship. What's happening? <laughs> All conversations. Yeah, well, that was more of like an organic thing that just sort of happened slowly over time. And by I, I don't even think about it when I come into work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the little stuff like that. that it's makes not even like think- a big part of my life. Like, it's not like I spend a whole ton of time 
so that, that just either. makes so you wonder what are you spending your time doing? Exactly. Top of mind. It's like if you're if if you're holding on to that little secret, what else you got going on that Correct. you haven't mentioned? Uh, yeah, I'm like shuttling between. The, I, I call it the uh, triangle. Yeah. Uh, Kroger, Duncan, and the dry cleaner. There you go. That's it. And the Chick Fil A drive through. Yep, that's pretty much. <laughs> it's kale salad time. Yeah. No. Uh huh. Yeah, just a simple guy. Yeah. 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 Very unremarkable. Uh-huh. You just got to keep asking him questions, and then he spills the tea. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, that wouldn't have even come up. He could I dodge forget. and weave. Oh, my, my God. Fault. It was vacation, because you needed to put in for vacation in May to go down there and for the big grand no, opening No, that's not when he spilled your it. He no, spilled she it put me, me on the spot. Right. Yes. When you guys weren't here, he told me about it on the air because I said something along the lines of like, what is something we don't know about you that we, you, whatever, something and, like that. And I was struggling to come up with something and then I thought of that mm-hmm. and I just blurted it out without any, without it really yeah. having the opportunity to put it in context. Yeah. Tim was out that day, and I don't even think it ever came up again. It yeah. didn't, because when we were at the lunch with Patty and it was spilled, I was like, holy bleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know. Tim loved that lunch, by the way. That was great. That was fun. <laughs> he learned a lot. Coming up, your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. One, you said? Okay. Hi, Marion. How are you? Hi, Jeff. Good morning. How was your weekend? Um, Good. Stayed inside. It was way too cold. Yeah, it was kind of stay inside weekend. Mm-hmm. Although I did go out. I did venture out. And, you know, the, the point I was making is since the wind had died down, it, it wasn't all that Im- it wasn't all that unbearable. Oh, I don't know. I got gas this morning, and I'm still trying to warm up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it windy out there? No, not too bad. Like, it was pretty cold. calm out there yesterday morning. I was telling these guys, I went to Kroger, and, you know, I park kind of far out. Sometimes I'll try to get mm-hmm. some extra steps in, you know, and I'm walking up to Kroger, and I just had a quarter zip on, you know, a couple layers, but, like, there was no wind. It was actually quite bearable. It wasn't mm-hmm. all that bad, and, not that you, I would, you must have thick blood or something because no, I'm still frozen. I really don't because so Kristen cold. will tell you I'm always whining and complaining that it's so cold in the house. So not really. but Something about the fresh air. Maybe. I, I think it was maybe the fresh air. Not that I want to spend all day out there, but right. it was kind of. But I love it like when it is cold and the sun is out and the sky is super blue. Yeah. That's a great. Let's go for a walk day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's try to win you $1,000. Yeah, let's do it. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. You know, there's really only one rule. Don't repeat any of your answers. And key to winning has been for those who have actually won. Pass quickly. All right. All right. Okay. And today you got the letter B. B. As in blizzard. Okay. Which we have narrowly escaped. We had snow to our north, snow to our south. We've kind of threaded the needle. Yeah. And we don't have any real significant snowfalls in the forecast that I'm aware of. Yeah. So maybe the weekend? 
Maybe. All right. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. All right. Let's get 30 seconds on the clock. We're going to play with the letter B. Here we go with the letter B. Name something you think is dumb. Hmm. A song. Pass. A TV show. Pass. Something pink. A boot. A body part. Behind. Something you stir. Boilers. Something hot. Barbuda. A sport. Basketball. Something you clean. Baseboards. Something wet. Pass. A song. I know. What well, you got seven. Yeah. That's pretty good. What was the, fir- was the answer to the first one? Something you think is dumb. What was your answer? Bears? The bears. Oh. The bears. <laughs> the, bear. the bears. The bears. That's right. That's funny. Yep. I don't think my head was in the same one. No, you were struggling with yeah. these today. I was trying to think of a song. I got Be stuck my on that baby. Too. Baby, baby. Bad romance, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. That was more challenging TV than I thought. show. Bernstein Boston. What Boston was Legal. Boston Legal. Yeah. Boston yeah, Public. I don't watch TV, so that was difficult oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I'm more of a reader, Marion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I believe that, Jeff. <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good day. A good week, actually. Yeah. Thanks. Did you, you have yesterday? Too. Were you off yesterday? I took the day off just to spend it with my kids. Oh, good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Otherwise, well, enjoy- I would have had to be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, enjoy the week. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next you time. Take See care. You. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Windchill, five below. Five below. Five to five below. Official yeah. high of 18. Uh, it's overcast now, cloudy, but sunshine supposedly later on this afternoon. And right now it is 8 at Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, gang, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Kelly Scott, everybody. Hey, Kelly. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so Welcome excited. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's start with how your how was your weekend, Kelly? Um, it wasn't bad. It was it was good. It was you know it was cold, um, but it was good watching football. Yeah, yep, a lot yep. of football. You a big football fan? Big Bengals fan? You know it. Who day? Who day? Who day? You're from this area originally? No, I'm from Lorain, Ohio, um, near Cleveland. Do you guys know where that is? Yep. Yeah. The lake. Yes. Yes. Right by the lake. Um, but I met my husband in the army, so he's from Cincinnati. What did you do in the army? I worked in the office for a military police company. So he was a military cop and I worked in the office. Gotcha. Wow. You guys still together, I assume? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 21 years. Wow, yes. Good for you. Yes. Thank you. What do you think is the secret? What's, what's your secret to hanging in there that long? <laughs> you know, everybody says that. Everybody asks that. I think that we're still young. We were so young when we got married. Um, so we're still trying to figure that out. That's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I mean, and yeah. you've been with us for almost as long because you've been listening since 2003. So we've, yes. you know, had this going almost as long as your marriage. <laughs> as soon as I moved here, as soon as I moved to Cincinnati, um, I, I got you guys on the radio and I just instantly connected with you guys. Um, you know, I was a young mom just trying to do my best. And you guys just always put me in a good mood, always making me laugh. So, yeah, I've been a fan ever since. Wow, Aww, that's nice. nice. That's cool. <laughs> uh, you mentioned kids. How many kids do you have? Yes, I have two girls, 21 and 16. So you're about to be an empty nester yeah, here in a couple of years. you're almost done. I know that's weird. Yes. Have you done the college visits yet? <laughs> yeah, my my Otis, she went to UC um, for a little bit. Um, but what the young kids say now is that she's taking a gap year, trying to figure out um, what she wants to do. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So yes. what is segmental? How do you pronounce this? Okay, segmental vitiligo. Yeah. Segmental vitiligo. What is that? So, um, do you guys know the model Winnie Harlow? Yes. I know what it is. Yeah, so it's a rare skin disorder where you lose your pigment, and you can either get it all over your body or just on one side of your body. So I have the rare, um, segmental is pretty rare, so it's just on one side of my body. No one really knew what it was for so long until, like, Winnie Harlow came out. Mm. Um, so I used to be very shy, very, very scared. I used to never, like, show my legs because I have it on my legs. Um, and is that something you're born with? Are you born? Yeah, well, you're not born with it, actually. It's weird because the doctors still don't know the cause of it. Um, and I didn't develop it until I was 11 years old. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That and there's no cure tough for through, it. like, junior high and high oh, school. Yeah. Like, it could have. Oh, it was rough. It oh, was very rough, you guys. Yeah. I'm sure. Wow. Built character, though, I bet. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 It's got to be really cool, though, when you see a model like Winnie and be like, this is an, an amazing, you know, yeah. that she's oh modeling and giving yes. a voice to that. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, right. that right there. I wish, you know, stuff like that would have been out when I was growing up. But, yeah, yeah. the fact that it's out now, yeah, it just makes me so happy. Yeah. That's great. Well, we're happy to have you in the club, Kelly. Yes, I'm so excited, guys. So excited. Yeah, welcome to the club. Yep. Thanks for being a part Yay. of our radio family since pretty much the beginning. Yes. And uh, we look forward to getting together and spending spending time together sooner than later. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Great Love talking you. to you. Bye. 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 Want to join the club? Yeah. We have Pretty an online easy. application. Mm -hmm. It is on our website at WKRQ.com. Yeah. Just go and fill it out. But really, you know, if you would, please uh, take the time. Take some time on it. Right. If you have to come back to it, you don't have to fill it out all at one time because it's pretty extensive. We have to learn a lot about you. what the, the, the bit. Probably the biggest question we want you to spend some time on is when it asks, what are three interesting things about you? Yes. Mm hmm. Want to get down to the root of yeah. it. Yeah. What makes you you? What makes you different than every other applicant? And I always recommend like if you can't think of anything like, well, I don't, you know, I don't think I'm like. There's anything really all that outstanding or weird or interesting about me talk to talk to your friends <laughs> so they may be like oh yeah i could come up with a couple things mm -hmm. as long as they're not all you know as long as you're not hiding secrets from them all the time not telling, <laughs> not telling them all the interesting things about you wkrq.com <laughs> is the website for the best friends club jeff and jack you want to thanks for listening 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.